Welcome back to another episode of the Epic Nation Podcast. You are in for a treat. I got my brother, my friend, Chris Watts, and my sister, Allie Watts. Listen, some of the most creative and talented people I know. I'm not even going to tell this story. Let's get into the episode so you can hear from them. Episode of the Epic Nation Podcast. I'm your host. Marcus Warroja, PM is what they call me. And I've got my brother, my sister, my friend, and I don't even know what to, what to call it. It's like we were separated at birth. Chris <laughs> and Ollie Watts. Man, I, I'll say, we, this, they in for a treat because it's like, what direction do we even go in? There's so much to talk about, so many questions to ask. But I will first, I like to play a game whenever I interview someone. So I'm going to start with, and both of you all can answer this separately, right? Okay. I, okay. I did, yeah, so, you know, AA is always asking the question, what's your blink reaction? That thing stuck with me. It's this idea of what's the first thing that comes to mind before we process it. So I'm going to throw out a word and whatever comes to mind, I just want you to tell me. So when you hear the word faith. Just do it. John, love it. What? I'm going to say unknown. Uh, Love. Action. Mm. <laughs> <Love>. <laughs> hey, we'll go with that one. We'll raw. With- I'm gonna go with raw. <laughs> I'm gonna go with raw. <laughs> okay. okay. I like it. God. Everything. It, yeah, I was gonna say everything. Uh oh. I love it. I love it. Church. Us. Yeah. Religion. Mm, antiquated. Mmm, <laughs> a oh boy, I got about ten words going through my <laughs> going, going through my head, but I don't want to offend nobody. I'm not trying to hurt nobody. <laughs> I just want to help you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, um, religion, ineffective. Oh, I love it. I love it. Listen, it's, we got so much to get into. See, I love to do that because it gives it gives me, I do it a lot too to myself to see what's the first image more so than the word that comes to my mind when words come up. Yeah. And like when I started doing that, I started realizing some, I had a wrong mental picture when I thought of certain words and had to change it. So let's get into it. Where do I begin? I'll begin. Let's go. With, start, let's start with. First, introduce yourself for any person who, I don't know how anybody that scrolls through YouTube cannot know who you are, but introduce <laughs> yourself and tell people who you are and what it is that you do. Hey, well, my name is uh, Chris Watts. I'm um, born in Newton, Mississippi, Newton Stand Up, baby, <laughs> 601. Um, I always got to rip my home team. Um, serve. 12 years active duty uh, in the Air Force, and then I did one year in the Reserve, and uh, I got out and, um, you know, walking by faith, trusting God to take me and my family into destiny. Uh, We moved to Houston, then Alabama. Now we're back in Panama City doing what God called us to do. Got a lovely wife that's here with me, three lovely daughters, and we just making it happen. And I I am Alicia Watts, otherwise known as Allie Watts, his wife. His not I won't even say better half. I'm just his his partner in in life. Um, we own a company called Global Vocal Entertainment. I do graphic design, web development, and video production. And as you mentioned earlier, we have a YouTube channel that has over six hundred thousand followers and subscribers at this point. Um, where we just do live. We share our journey and funny comedy things, our real selves, really. People just get a glimpse of our normal lives. So that's who we are, what we do. And we're face face. Everything. Y'all so humble. They so humble. <laughs> they so humble. If y'all really, for those of you who are listening, if y'all really knew, that's the, that was the Christian thing to do. That was, that was, that was, that was <laughs> hey, that was turn the other cheek. That was, but I, I, if we were in the hip hop world, I'd say, stun on them. Well, listen. No. <laughs> See, I ain't want to. I, I I ain't want to say too much because I I I know that we gonna flow and I ain't want to get into some, some you know start talking about some meaty things before we get to the meat. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, listen. 
tell people your journey. You know, you were not always where you are now. Both of you are entrepreneurs, full-time entrepreneurs. You know, for so many people who are listening, the Epic Nation is about both faith and business. Anyone who knows me know unapologetically, I think that there has to be a balance between what I believe and I do. And frustrated faith is faith that sits around and has a belief but no action attached to it. So, mm-hmm. so you know, tell them where you started. What, how did the journey get started to the pl- from where you were to where you are now? Full time entrepreneur, successful business, six hundred thousand followers on YouTube. But more than that, hold on to that belief. So, take us back to the beginning. How did how did this journey get started? Okay, well, for well for me, um, I always knew that 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 God was gonna have me doing something that would be influencing people. Or, or having an effect on people, whether that was preaching or teaching or laughing. I can remember uh, even back in my early childhood, I was uh, brought up and uh, I was one of the Sunday school teachers for the youth at like ages nine or 10. I remember, <laughs> you know, in high school, my 12th grade English teacher, no lie, every day before class started, she would let me give up, get, get up and give an encouraging word about God. And we talking about we in school now, we in school doing that along with being a class clown. But I didn't know that God was going to use those two areas that he gifted me in that I that I love to do that was just, was just natural for me. I didn't know he was going to use those areas to uh, bring about wealth, but to also have an influence um, on this generation and that would bring him glory. So um, 2002, I graduated high school, joined the Air Force. And uh, about four to six years later, that's when uh, God began to speak to me about, you know, he has more for me, that there's a greater destiny for me. There's a greater purpose for me. So 2005, I moved from Washington to the state of Florida from 2002. I'm sorry, from 2002 to 2006, I was stationed in Washington. Then I moved to Florida in 2006. And uh, that's when God really began to pull on my heart. I, I really began to get serious about my walk with, with God. And uh, two years later, I met my lovely wife, Alicia, 2008. And from 2008 to 2014, I was just, you know, in my heart knowing that there was more that was greater. But I never I never uh, walked out on faith until 2014 came where I told my wife, I said, man, hey, this is it. I can't take it no more. I'm got a hat about like uh, about like on the Nutty Professor when old boy was getting roasted by Eddie Murphy. So much you was on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He said, I can't take it no more. So I said, man, I can't take it no more, man. 2014 uh, took one of the, the biggest faith leap I ever took, man. I, I got out of the military not knowing what was next. I just knew I had a word from God. I just knew God was calling us to more. In 2014 to 2016, man, we had moved and lived in Houston, still walking by faith, still doing what God called us to do. I started back ministering a lot. My wife and I, we began doing our now never ministry. And then from 2016 to 2018, we moved to Birmingham. And then from 2018, since we've been living here in Florida. But it was in it was in Houston in 2014, man, where we're believing God, still walking by faith. And God gave me the crazy idea of starting doing funny skits and funny videos. I call it Chris Watts Parenting 101. And the motto is where old school parenting meets this new age generation. So I just started making quick, funny skits with me and my daughters putting them on Facebook. And it, and what's funny is the reason I started doing the funny videos was so that I can get awareness to my music career at the time. I was a, a hip-hop producer. I was a, a, a hip-hop artist as well. So I said, man, let me start doing these funny videos to bring in awareness to what I'm doing musically. So I started doing the funny videos. And, man, them, the, the funny videos started taking off to such a degree that people was more interested in that. And it was gaining more of a following than my music was. And at that time, we started putting them on YouTube, but the whole focus was on Facebook. Right. So 2016 came, and um, we received an email um, from a company based in Germany. And they seen our videos on YouTube. At that time, we had like 10, 15,000 subscribers. We weren't, even, we weren't even focusing on YouTube. And they said, we would like to pay you a, a set fee to place our ads on your videos. Now at that time we were still in our struggle season. We was hey, we were broke, 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 broke. <laughs> we was we was looking for money coming out of the sky from behind the bushes underneath people's cars. We were, we needed the money. <laughs> <laughs> and at that time I knew about monetization on YouTube. My wife did as well, 
But like I say, we wasn't. It, it really didn't done on me until we got that email, and the and the people said we want to pay you a flat fee of fifteen hundred dollars to put our ads on your channel. And God began to speak to me about like, hey, recognize what's going on. These people want to put these people want to place their ads on your intellectual property so they can recoup money every month while only paying you one time fee. And at that time, my wife, which I get on it every time. <laughs> At that time, I showed my wife the email. She got, she got. Boy, you better take that money. Say it again. What you say? Boy, you better take that money. (laughs) (laughs) And we needed the money now. But I told, I said, babe, no, calm down. Look, look, pay attention. I don't want to look. We need the money. We got it. You better take it. I said, babe, I'm not taking the money. What you mean? I have followed him down some serious faith paths. Serious. Serious. Deadly. I, I almost got to pause you there. What kept you believe? Like, number one, Chris, did you know that to make you say no to it? And Ali, what did you know that no one else knew to make you say believe that in the and what he saw? Like, I, I think anybody would want to know that. Go, you go ahead, babe. Okay, so what made me trust him? And I yeah. said this before, but what made me trust him is his track record with God. So his track record with God, Chris is the type that as long as I've known him, he's had breaks from fast. Not he doesn't break too fast. He has life breaks from his fast. So he's always consecrating and spending time with God in prayer. And his track record with God was so strong with me that whatever he decided to do, I just trusted it because whether I was comfortable or whether I understood what was happening, I knew that he had a good record with God. So mm-hmm. I was uncomfortable, but I trusted that he was okay with what he was hearing. So I just trusted that. Wow. And, for, and, and for me, uh, you said the question was, what, what made me stay focused? I think yeah, like like you know, I always wonder, I always say vision is being able to see what nobody else can see, you know. So what did you see that nobody else saw? Because in plain yes, sight it says, Boy, you better take that money. <laughs> you know, anybody <laughs> would. So, so, so you know, you're seeing the opposite of that. If you know your financial situation, what did you see that nobody else saw? Man, what what I saw was the life God was showing me throughout all those years in the military, the life that he wanted to lead me into, the life that he had prepared, that he was wanting my uh, uh, wanting for me and my family, which is the life we're living now. But what we're living now, we weren't experiencing back then. It was still all just a vision. It was still just in my heart. It was still just in the spirit. But because I seen it multiple times and because God kept reaffirming it, and because it, it, it just felt so real in my heart, I just knew that every decision I made had to be had to be based on the end goal and the end vision that God has for me. See, when you got when God is giving you a solid vision and a solid purpose and you know it every de- and, and, and you and you sticking to it, every decision you make will be based off that end goal. Every decision you make will be based off that vision. Because you don't want to do nothing that will sabotage that which God has for you. So during that time, when they came with the 1500 and it was tempting to take it because we needed, I knew already that God was saying that I have so much more for you. So it was me focusing on the promise and, and keeping his promises in my heart that was carrying us through that process, carrying us through that time in which we are uh, struggling and in which we needed the money. So that, that's that's what it was that, that kept me going. Despite needing that fifteen hundred, but that's what kept me solid and kept me uh, focused was the end goal. Man, how how long was your was that process? You know, of course, you say it in a few minutes, but it's, it's way longer than a few minutes. How long was that process from, you know, the struggle to ooh, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> look at that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what year was hey, that? Was that twenty eighteen? Hey, hey, I got out. Hey, you know how certain time you you. Hey, you know how in the Bible, when the children of Israel did certain things or accomplished certain things, God would tell them, leave a stone here for a memorial. So you can always remember what I brought you from. Uh-huh. I have, I can remember time, the exact time, exact, exact months 
years, everything when we had when God has and when we have those memorials. So the first memorial was me leaving the military in June 2014. And that whoop whoop moment when, when God was, was breaking the heavens open, it was April 2018. So you're talking about close to being a space of four years from walking out raw faith, me and my wife, mm. to seeing the manifestation of the beginning. Because I believe that, you know, we don't have to, I don't just limit ourselves. I don't just limit my wife and I. We just don't limit ourselves to seasons. We believe God has a lifetime of favor. God has a lifetime of breakthrough. God has a lifetime of manifestation. Ooh. So it was almost four years to the beginning of that breakthrough of that manifestation, man. Four years just walking, four years struggling, four years still believing. And, and, and through it all, my wife and I, we were still, me and my wife, we was laughing. At, we were still laughing. At, yeah, we was laughing at this the other day. We were still preaching, teaching, ministering, doing God's will as if we weren't broke, but knowing we were struggling. Like our first event we did in Atlanta, we was laughing like, man, we don't know where we got the money from to do that event, <laughs> broke as we were. <laughs> what, what was the first, what's the first event you did in, uh, in Atlanta? You were, you were there. Yeah, you were there. You spoke now, to now Oh, now another tour. Yes. That was I, our I first was, event I that was. we did on our own. Yeah. And, and literally just, Okay, we're gonna get into that. I gotta let you finish. We're gonna get into that. Oh, I, I wanna I wanna interject here, like that four year span, and I really didn't understand like when my business started back in two thousand and eight or nine. When did we start the church? No, that's about either ten or eleven. Two thousand ten, I believe. Two thousand ten, eleven. Um, when we started uh, the church here in Panama City called Kingdom Agenda International Ministry, for some reason, my brother said, I want you over the um, media, and, media and graphic ministry. And I'm like, I don't know how to do any of those things. But I was like, okay. So when we started the church is when I started to learn how to do graphics, build websites, um, learn about audio and sound and video just to sustain the church that we were building. Mm -hmm. So while we were building up the ministry, I was learning all of those things mm -hmm. in ministry. So when it was time for us to move to Houston, those were the things that sustained us during the time that he was out of the military because mm -hmm. he was getting like, what, two, three hundred, four hundred dollars a month with reserve pay. So the business that I started out of something that I didn't even know was in me, I started that because God said, hey, I want you over the media ministry. So I just went with it. And that burst the business that I have now on the side with graphic development. But that is the same business that sustained us those four years while we were just walking on faith, mm -hmm. following the vision that he had given us. Mm -hmm. So... God has a way of sustaining you if you just listen and say yes to the things that he's asking you to do. Exactly. So. And even and, and 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 even during that time from 2014 to 2016, I had uh, got out of the military and I had went back to school. So um and which I got my my bachelor's in music business from full sales. So you talking you know trying to take care of the family trusting God, still trying to do ministry, why you broke and 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 most and, and you know barely making ends meet, man. It, it can be a tough season, man, to call okay. you to just want to, you know, just give up and say, God, now you called me to you led me to step out on faith two, three years passing by and we still penny pinching. What's, hey, what's good? Now what what's holler at your boy? <laughs> <laughs> right. So when was when do you, when do you remember that big breakthrough and what was the first feeling thought conversation like how did how did that go? Man, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the total breakdown. The total breakdown. <laughs> so we started the videos in 2015, right? So started the video, the funny videos in 2015. We finally uh, monetized them in 2016. But we still weren't focusing on the YouTube aspect. We were still focusing on other things. My wife was doing a graphic business. I started working with a pharmaceutical company, you know, and still um, doing the Now Never ministry. So um, what really made us get serious about the whole YouTube thing and that and that um, uh, income coming from that was 
It was in December 2017. Yeah. I, I know the dates, boy. December 2017, we was traveling from Birmingham to Florida to come visit family for Christmas. And uh, we didn't have hardly no money for Christmas gifts. And um, we had received uh, the monthly check from YouTube, and it was like $999. This is December 2017. And when I seen that deposit hit the account, boy, I, I became an all-pro acrobat gymnastic, turning flips and everything. <laughs> I showed my wife. I said, babe, you see this? I said, we can just get this once a month. A $1,000 once a month will be will be that that's big time. Right. So December that was December 2017. January 2018. That's the next yeah, the next month we got a check for like 2000 or something. I said, "Look at God. He he done spoke and it's time to move." <laughs> <laughs> so I love it. January 2018, bro. And I'm going to show you man like this is all my wife and I said all the time, man. This is nothing but the grace and favor of God, man. Like this like we we can't make this stuff up, man. January 17, we got we got that check for like two thousand something dollars, and we said, you know what? We finna go all in on YouTube right now at this moment. January 2018, January 2018, we had like fifteen to twenty thousand subscribers. Just thirty. Well, February February we had thirty thousand. No, that's what I'm saying. And and oh, Jan January. yeah, okay. January we had between fifteen to twenty, and it was at the beginning of February. That we said, you know what, man? Um, we want to hit a hundred K by May. A hundred hundred thousand subscribers. And at that time, we would have like 20 going on 30,000 subscribers. And man, in less than a month and a half, we done hit a uh, hundred thousand subscribers. Cause in February and March of 2018, we were making videos every day, just knocking them out. On still, on top of still working a normal eight-hour job trying to rent a nine-level ministry. My wife doing her graphic business. And three kids. And three kids and school and all that. Me and my wife, we put our head down to the plow and we said, you know what? We finna go all in on YouTube. We finna make a video every day starting in February. And we had that goal of 100K by May. So February, March passed. We did a video every day. We hit 100,000 subscribers in April, uh, a month ahead of time. And that's when that check jumped to six thousand dollars in April two thousand eighteen, and when we seen that, hey, game when we over. Seen, hey, bro, game over, over. When we, <laughs> when, when when me and her seen that check, we said, oh yeah, God is in YouTube, and this is what we doing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick, number one, I love, love, love the like just hearing the transparency the honesty here's why i gotta pause because i know so many people are gonna miss this part of it they're gonna miss the fact that you said you were working eight hours your wife was running her business and you were doing ministry and raising three kids i think that what people will miss and now you got to think she also talked about your lifestyle of, of fasting and prayer but mm -hmm. we, i'm hearing work ethic too mm. like that's the, the missing piece like Speak to like how were you all able to manage the time? Of course, and you still need time together as a married couple. How did you manage or make time to do all of those things and still no excuse? A video a day for those people who are constantly talking about the dreams that they have, the things they want to accomplish. What was it? And and you know how did just talk? Speak to how did you all manage the time? What kept you going and being that consistent? I'll let my wife go answer that. It is who we are, first off, and me and Chris are big advocates of work. We don't believe that anything is magic. We don't think that things just fall out of the sky. So our day has always been encompassed of what's the schedule, like what has to be done in the day. I'm a little worse than he is because he's very military when it comes to scheduling. Um, <laughs> but it just really is a part of how we operate. It's always been my way of thinking. I've always worked. I've never not, I'll stay up all night if there's a task. So sleep really wasn't a concern. Although that team no sleep stuff, I don't really believe it. But if there is something that needs to be done, we will take care of the necessary things in our household first, making sure the girls are in school, homework is done, everybody's eating, we spend time together. When people go to sleep, I would just stay up. 
Mm -hmm. I would stay up all night. I've watched the sun rise plenty of times when I had, you know, um, projects that needed to be completed or video work that needed to be done. Chris would, while during the daytime when he was up, he would knock out his video stuff and whatever needed to be done in the household. You know, I would just make sure it was all done. And when everybody went to sleep, I would just stay up and finish what I needed to finish. So, um, we're out of that now. I don't have to stay up all night, every night. But if I choose to, I can. But we were willing to sacrifice sleep. We were willing to sacrifice certain things that people kind of feel like they have to have. Um, we were willing to sacrifice it in that season. So, Yeah, and I, and I want to add, too, that um, my wife and I, we real big on being consistent. And when you know that you have a vision and you and you have a purpose, you know, I, I, I say, man, that anybody that's in any a, a, a destiny without consistent dedication will always remain a dream. Mm. You, say that, you rewind, have, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say a destiny that lacks consistent dedication will always remain a dream. Like man, when when I, I I call it, you you gotta be, you gotta you gotta be aggressive about your destiny and your purpose. When God gives you that vision, and he and and, and he and and he he done giving you the the end goal of that vision, you gotta be consistent in working that thing, or it's not gonna or it's not gonna uh, manifest, man. I think a lot of people, uh, I didn't say this before, and and you have too, Marcus. You we we uh, uh we both have said quite a bit that I think people use faith as an excuse for laziness mm -hmm. we 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 just gonna sit back and, and trust god we gonna sit back and we gonna decree we gonna declare well you know what if you don't put the work in you're gonna be 89 still decreeing and you and you're gonna go to grave with your vision in your uh, uh in your heart when it could have been in your hand the whole time so uh being consistent man we we, we knew what the goal was and, and when God gives you a glimpse of your future and your promises and the blessings, there's a certain dedication and consistency in you that surely rise. Like, man, I don't care if what. If, if you truly believe, yeah. I don't care what I got to do. I don't care how long I got to do it. I'm going to stay at this thing until it manifests. And even after it manifests, we still going to be. Uh, consistently dedicated to even go to the higher level because I say all the time God is a God of advancement. God is all about progress. When 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 um when, when the Bible says that Moses led the uh, children of Israel from Egypt, got them to the edge of the promised land. When he died, he tapped Joshua on the shoulder, say, Joshua, now it's your turn. And even after all the things and all the accomplishment that Joshua accomplished, the Bible say God told Joshua, look. It's still much more land to be conquered. And I can imagine being Josh, like, my God, God, we done conquered all these nations. We done got all the can't all. And you said it's still stuff left to be done. So God is always about advancing and progressing. And I think we should have that same mindset, man. And plus, too, just thinking about my kids, my, my three girls, man, leaving a legacy and a generation for them and letting them see that they had a father that was grinding that was working hard in order so they can have the best life possible and so that they can be set up for success in the future in which they are now. So, and just being obedient. Yeah. <laughs> Man, listen, one, one thing I've always loved about you now, your openness, your transparency, your heart to serve. Like it's so many things that I want you all to just talk. Cause I think people will get so much value, but if they're like me, I'm a, I'm a speaker, but I think the strength of speaking is that, the strength of speaking is the strength of listening. So I'm an mm -hmm. avid listener. The critical piece you mentioned, you said we was dead broke, blah, blah, blah. But in that time you mentioned putting on a conference to serve other people at a time that you are now trying to figure out how to take care of yourself. That's a critical mm. piece that I'm sure somebody missed. That you, So like, what is it about? Or I'll think back to my, I'm putting my first book out. Ollie creates the the banners, everything, and wouldn't let me pay her. Like, why have you always, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have a short memory or, you know, just countless times, whether it be Watts or even with the ministry, the Epic, we're on the Epic Nation podcast. You all were, were at, were final partners that made it possible. We couldn't have done ministry in 2019 without you all. We were blessed with a building, 
but you're building a new city, new town, and you all know church planning. For anyone who's listening, it is. <laughs> let me just say, it yep. is. A, it is a task to say the least. That's the nicest way I'm gonna say it. <laughs> church, church planning. I just told a friend of mine today. I said church planning is like going to work every day on the graveyard shift and paying them to work there. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> you're paying. To be taken advantage of, to be abused, to serve people for them to say, no, nah, no, nah, that wasn't enough. Try again. Right. <laughs> you know, and then I told another another friend of mine, I said, you realize the moment you you pronounce a blessing and close the door, the clock starts. You got less than six days to be ready to get. You oh, know, man. Coupled yes. with the task of everything else. So it's con- content creation on steroids, you know. So I, <laughs> right. I kind of mentioned what what is it about you all that has made you such givers like you're thinking about the rest i want people to hear this the recipe for success you know we're not talking about faith is a part of that recipe but work ethic we just realize is one because you talked about your journey of faith you talked mm-hmm. about your work ethic but the giving part of it why like why, why why put on a conference to help other people why consistently give what is it about you all that makes you so infatuated with giving Well, I really feel like that is our our job as Christians here. God gave, so we give. It's like really our our service to give. Um, He gives us the ability to gain wealth and we use that ability. But everything else, I feel like should be giving back to other people to help build other people up. Um, He's taught us how to make money. Everything else, I feel uncomfortable really charging for things. Like, I really feel uncomfortable with it. It's just something that he's never really allowed me to do. Um, So I just don't do it. I feel like I do it out of obedience to give back because he gives us a window of what we make money from. All those other things that I don't charge for, we don't want to charge for, I feel like it's a part of our ministry. What he put in us to help build other people mm-hmm. is a part of our ministry. And ministry, I just, I feel uncomfortable charging for it. So we just never did. We just never did. That's just my my way of looking at it. Wow. And what about you, Chris? And I say, man, the, um, I say, you know, well, well, first and foremost, you know, um, God commanded us to give. So, that's that's one piece, but I, but uh, along with that man, just a just having that heart of giving. Number two is because especially now, now that we're in a place to where we can uh, give at such a level that we can, it's just all about remembering what other people did it for us. Yeah, remembering how other people uh, helped us out and gave to us, but also remembering that we have to understand that our purpose is connected to other people and God, whether you, whether you have the resources or not, God still expects you to connect and help and serve other people through your purpose. And he'll supply the resources needed for that. Mm. So, so uh, uh, like I say, you know, commanded by God, plus having a heart to help other people, but also, uh, I believe, man, with us doing it, as you said, serving back in 2016 when we really didn't have the means to do it, I believe also, man, it helps build up the testimony to um to add credibility to your process to show that even 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 when we couldn't do it, we still trusted God and had faith in God to do it, and we did it, and He still met every one of our needs. You know, I wow. think part of that is your faith walk. Mm-hmm. Some things God will say. I'm going to see if you will do this without money, because Mm -hmm. if you have money and you have all the necessary things that you need in order to do something, it really doesn't take much faith to do it. Mm -mm. It really doesn't take much out of you to try certain things. If you have every single thing that you need in your own power to accomplish it. So that is within your faith walk to do certain things when they're, looks like there is absolutely no way in your power that this thing can be done. God is testing to see how much will you trust me because there is so much more. He wants to know that you're, you have the ability to step into that next level because 
then more will require more faith, more of you walking blindly. So if you can't walk blindly in little things, he's definitely not going to trust you in the real manifestation because we're we're doing well right now. But I think it's barely the tip of the iceberg with where God is taking us. So mm. giving has to be a part of who he is because that's a part of who God is. And we, our life is operated according to that blueprint. How he how he showed us how to live. That's just generally that's what we do with our own lives. We just try to mimic what we've read, what we've experienced and the relationship that we've established with God, who he's shown us to be. That's what we try and mimic in our own wow. lives. Man, so so uh, man, we, I feel like we're gonna end up having to do a part two because there's so much I want to ask. So here's what we do with the time we have left. I wanted to make sure we covered the journey, right? So we talked about the journey from where you started to yep. kind of where to where you are now. We talked about work ethic because I wanted to make sure we emphasize that. And we also talked about giving. Now we got to deal with just faith, right? Just the overall as a, it, when I, I cannot think of faith and not see you all as a model, you know, if, if we were writing a modern day hall of fame of faith, it would have to <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, hey to... and, and your name will be right there with us, brother. Man. <laughs> we watch like, your life just as closely yeah, as you, you watch, watch ours. Look at Marcus. He is in Thailand. What the <laughs> <world>? <laughs> Hold on now. What is he doing? With, hey, you bro, know, bro, you remember you remember I called you up one night and I said, bro, bro, what bro. What are you doing? <laughs> Man, what is you doing right now? <laughs> hey, but you... You know, I truly believe, and I think that's the thing of all of us. I, in my mind, I don't believe there's nothing I can. I, I don't believe there's nothing too expensive for me. Now, yes, it might on. be some things that I can't afford to buy, but it's nothing too expensive. And the distinguishing difference is the greatest experiences in life. I don't feel I gotta pay for. It. I think that somebody's gonna bless me for yes. me to be the yes. right. So, like, I think back over my life, and every experience I had, I didn't pay for. It. Like, and I'm talking about, wow. I had mo I've had multi-million dollar experiences. That Thailand story kind of ties me to one of the questions I'm going to ask you all with faith. The last thing on my list, man, I promised God in 2019 that I would shut down. And you all know from a speaking fee perspective, if you own a business speaking, man, that, that's the engine of your business. That's how you mm -hmm. get clients. You know, mm -hmm. speaking turn to clients. You're going to sell books. It's just, yes, sir. You're going to get a ton of leads that you can nurture all year long. So Mm -hmm. Imagine saying, get, giving God your word, you won't miss any Sundays. And as life will have it, almost every speaking engagement that came in was a Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about every single time looking like, you got to be kidding me. Or either, if, it was, if it was just a Saturday, it ended up being on a Saturday that we had second Saturday social for epics. I'm like, ah. so 2019, hmm. financially, even for me, I think what God was doing was saying, I'm not. I'm not going to let you pay for everything. I'm going to put you in a position where you find your, your, your bills are paid, your needs are met, but you're going to have to really pastor and let people be a part of this. Because my mindset was, I ain't, I'm not raising no offering. I'm not doing no tithe. Which mm -hmm. is wrong, right? <laughs> just wrong. Scripturally incorrect, but I've seen so many people take advantage of people. Right. And yes, man. Do, turn through hoops, manipulate people. So I went to the extreme. It's like the parent who says, my parent was was uh, too strict, so I'm gonna let my kid do anything. It's like, ah, right, well, you know, you probably should tell them to not do everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? so yeah. I, say, I say that to say the end of the year, man, on my mirror in my bathroom, I have certain names, things that I pray for. The only thing I put on there, I said, God, I wanna, I said, I, my selfish list is over, but I wanna go to Bali and Thailand. That's it. Just let me end the year with a vacation. The year <laughs> goes all the way to the end. It's the end of December. The deadline is up. Okay, God, I went all 2019. I get a phone. This is how crazy it is, y'all. I get a I get three, four phone calls while teaching Sunday night at 6 p.m. My friend keep hitting me up. Another guy hit me up. I, I finally called him after service and said, Hey, what's going on? Hey man, we flying out to such and such tomorrow. I was like, bro, it'll be too expensive for a trip. He said, Well, man, me and the guys want you there. I mean, we want you to speak for the mastermind. We got it covered. We all pitched in. Oh, I said, wow. that's a gift. I said, what? He was like, yeah, go to the airport tomorrow. Wow. Literally, that's how it happened. Wow. That's beauty. I paid $0 to fly to. Yes. <laughs> so I stopped first in Australia. We were in Australia first. 
so we went to, then we went out straight for like 12 13 hours went from there to bali for like five days then went to um, kuala lumpur malaysia stayed there for two days went to thailand for five days then went to hong kong so it was like whoa it's just crazy like and bro that's amazing i mean i paid for some food and things of that nature but it was to mastermind with everyone there were seven and eight figure earners some of them were doing seven figures a month in e-commerce just blowing out of the water with amazon etc but it's those times that people really realize here's what here's what i think i pray to god someone hears my heart correctly it's not bragging you all are not bragging like people got to hear learn to hear differently Mm -hmm. right and I just said this to someone. Someone's win doesn't mean you're lost. Yep. It's a scarcity mindset. But what I realized is I know what the development of my gift was worth. So turning down those gigs was, in essence, giving away money because I worked yep. for free all year. Yep. Right. Yes, so yep. Every <laughs> single Sunday was me paying a gift to people, knowing how much I could have gotten paid if I were speaking. Wow! Every day that I turned down coaching clients, and I I literally pivoted my entire business to where I don't do any coaching. I only do business implementation because I knew it would allow me to work on my own schedule and be free to pastor people all day. Yes, sir. I changed my entire business model to be better pastor. I was like, okay, I can sit on my laptop versus coaching clients. I think God honors that man the same way I'm here Mm. with you all. Your ability to pivot or and to turn down resources that could set you up for life to go and pastor for free in a new city. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, like, so. I know like what I turned down. So I'm saying that to say, even with you all, I, I think what people have to hear the whole faith side of it. If we would, if you were to give any advice to people of faith, and why I wanted to interview you all, I know, I don't know any, any people that if I needed somebody to get a prayer through, I can call you and say, pray with me. If I need advice about business, I can call you. If I, I talk to my, my bro, Chris, and say, hey, man, when I get married, I'm going to be calling you, man. I need your advice on this stuff, right? So, <laughs> so I want you all with the time left, give advice to people of faith. Help them bridge the gap between how should they be operating in faith? What, what should they be doing? The church works, faith works, giving works, but why is it not working for them? For the person who said, man, I tried that. I tried giving. Tried the whole faith thing. I'm still frustrated. What is the gap and what advice would you give to somebody from your journey? Faith to me is about obedience. Mm. It's about a strict obedience to what you know that God is speaking to you, Mm -hmm. even when it sounds and feels absolutely ridiculous. Because most of the faith moves are when we were still or didn't do was because strongly God was speaking to us. This is not something I want you to do right now. And you have to cultivate a real relationship with God. It can't be about attending church on a Sunday, although those things are good. It has to be a real relationship where you have a real conversation and intimacy with God because he does speak to us. You don't have to be a prophet to have a conversation with God. Mm -hmm. God intimately and Holy Spirit always convicts us and shows us what real truth for our lives is. He's always showing us when when to be still, when to move forward, when to stop, when to go. And if you have that relationship, those things will sit on you so strong when it's time. So if God is telling you, you need to fast, you'll know when to push the plate back. When God says, don't charge for this, you will not charge for it. When God says, start the ministry with no money, You'll start the ministry with no money because your relationship, your conversation is so strong. Your intimacy with God is so in tune to those things won't feel as yucky as they do because they will be uncomfortable situations. They will not feel good. And you have to learn how to push past your flesh, your feelings um, in certain areas because our natural mind will say, this is crazy. God, Mm -hmm. like I this don't make no sense financially for me right now, but because I trust you, 
That is my favorite scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct your paths and make your path straight, however that goes. But it really is honestly true. It's very organic for us. I, for me, I, I'm speaking for myself, but I really do believe Chris thinks the same way. It's very organic when you have a intimacy with God. Mm. Whatever he's telling you to do, you know it. Mm-hmm. You know it. No one has to tell you. You don't have to have a prophecy. You don't, you know it. So it's it's strict obedience to what he is really speaking to your spirit at the time, whether it feels good to you in your flesh or not. So we just learned how to be like, take the L's, be like, oh, we finna take an L for God right now. But we know the end, he's mm-hmm. always gonna bring us out on top. He's always gonna make sure we've, we've never missed a meal, a bill, none of that, even when we were struggling. I'm doing, I'm flying all over the world, doing conferences, uh, building multi-million dollar businesses and couldn't even purchase the things that I was selling. Wow. But I knew where he was taking us because of our intimate relationship with him. We don't talk about a lot of the success because that is not the end goal for us. Our end goal is that God gets the glory out of our lives, whatever that looks like, whether we're financially well or not. Whatever he desires for us, that's what we desire for us. So it just really is about an intimate, real, down-to-earth relationship with God. Wow. For, for me, man, I would say, I would piggyback on that and say as well that... um it's going to take radical obedience, especially because I say all the time, man, that stepping out and trusting God and walking out, uh, walking out in faith is like walking into the unknown and you got a blindfold on and you don't know where you're going. You know what I mean? All yeah. you got, all you got is, is, is the voice of God. When I, when I, when I um, instruct my daughters in the word of God and teaching them about his voice, I say, baby, just think of God as a, a, a GPS. Although you can't physically see him, you hear the voice, and, and it's that GPS that's going to lead you and guide you. So as my wife said, radical obedience, uh, having that relationship with God to where you you are hearing the instructions and the word that he's giving you, even, even, even when he – because a lot of people need to understand, man, that God – speaks through thought god speaks through ideas god speaks through 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 those words so when when, when god plants that seed of idea or that thought in your head to start this or to do that and to do that no matter how crazy it seems no matter how weird it is radical obey and just do it because because i come to find out that the, the wealth that we're experiencing right now was because of the weird idea of starting funny videos you know what i mean so um, <laughs> radical obedience, knowing what God is telling you to do. And on the practical side, man, you know, just asking God for wisdom, creativity, strategy on how to do it. Another thing, write the vision down, man. You got to be able to keep that vision before your eyes. Uh, uh, an example, one, one example that I think will help even bring more clarity is that um, before I, uh, my, my wife and I just bought our uh, new Tahoe, um, for years and years and years, bro, I was, I was, I kept, I kept telling everybody, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have that Tahoe in my driveway one day. I don't know when. Yeah, I, I remember hearing you say it. That's crazy. <laughs> Mark, I mean, bro, I bought when I was in the military in 2004. I bought a 99 grain Pontiac, and I finally let that thing go last year. Now, last year, though, <laughs> but for 2004, bro. Until so until then, I had that Pontiac, and I was and I and I said, man, I'm gonna have my Tahoe one day. It's gonna be all black. I can see it. I can feel it. But during those struggle years, it that, that it was that wasn't the time of manifestation. So what did I do? Although I didn't have it in my hand, I kept I kept that dream alive in my heart and in my spirit. And and I did. And and, and what I did was, man, I would I would go online. I would just look at the Tahoes, all different colors, all different models, just cultivating that 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 uh that vision that I had in my head. When I be out and driving and I see a Tahoe, 
I'll just watch it and tell my girls and my wife, there I go my... See I see you, Tahoe. I see you. <laughs> so, bro, the whole time, I'm steady speaking it, but I'm also cultivating my spirit and my heart to receive it. And then... Last year, 2019, my, me and my wife, we go to we drive three hours to Georgia in less than an hour. We get the new Tahoe. We gave the man ten thousand dollars down cash payment, and we could have paid for the whole thing in cash. But I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna wait by the year and build up my credit even more. So you know what I mean. So just wow. it, it wow. eventually, it, it came. It, it came to pass because we kept walking by faith and we kept trusting God, even though at the time God's promises wasn't lining up with our reality. We still stayed focused on God's promise. Uh, my wife and I, we wrote down the vision board, all the things that we that we, that we were going to do and wanted to do when God brings in the increase. See, a lot of people need to understand that God don't bless you with money just so you can stunt and ball out. Now, although uh, uh, he wants, you to, he, he nice wants you to enjoy it, but money yeah. has two purposes. Uh, the uh, uh, One is for pleasure and one is for purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, uh, the purpose side is, okay, God, he's giving you this money so that you can use it. Be like the parable of the talents. Multiply it. Put it to use. Bless others. Go forth in ministry. Advance my kingdom. And then on the other side, for pleasure. Okay, now I got my, my Tesla with the all-white seats, 2021, and I got my six-bedroom house. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> so that, 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 that's, what I, that, that, that's what I would say, man. As, we, as Like I said, you're getting ready to wrap it up. Keep walking by faith. Know exactly what God calls you to do. Keep that vision before your eyes. Keep it in your ears and just keep obeying God no matter what it looked like. And eventually that thing will come to pass. And we're living witnesses of that, man. And now, you know, we the what, what, what we're walking to and experiencing is just, man, far, far, far greater, man, far greater than what we uh, ever experienced. I remember when I was getting out of the military, everybody was saying, man, you crazy. How you gonna take care of your family? You giving up health insurance? Uh, ain't no money out there to be made. This, that, and the third. And now those same people, they still mad that they have to go to work every day, and and they doing something that they hate doing. And now me, on the other hand, I'm here. Me and my wife and I, we we making in a month, month and a half, what we were making a total year. You know what I mean? Wow, wow, wow. Listen, all, man. all because of trusting God and staying focused on the promises. And I also want to say it's something that you said, Marcus. Um, I don't know when, but it was something that you said that reminds me a lot of times because a lot of a lot of people that are Christians who believe God, who um walk by faith, sometimes walk by faith so strongly in the wrong direction. <laughs> mm. And mm. <laughs> they're believing God for something that is not for them. Mm. Um and their belief is so strong on something that is incorrect. And you said something that always clicks to me. And you said, if it doesn't grow, it's not God. Mm. So mm. You can, if you're going in a direction for years and you see no progress, you see no growth, no one is joining the church, no one is buying your business product, no one is hiring you to speak, but you believe that's what God is calling you to. If it does not grow, it's not God. So I, I understand that there is a time where God is testing you. He's He's checking to see what's in your heart like the wilderness. He's, he's testing you and things will look crazy for a little while, but you can't go 10 years and there's no growth. There's nothing. There's like you see nothing. If it you might need to reconsider that maybe this isn't the thing. Maybe this was a part of it, mm. but I've taken this one part of it and went too far with it. And I didn't pivot when God was telling me to pivot. Um, so if you're really far into your faith walk with something and you don't see any results, it may be a time to step back well, and say, Hey wrong, God, man. what, what is it? Have I missed something? Do I need to redirect? I do believe you. I trust you, God, but maybe I'm not hearing something. That's a time when you need to step back and reassess and ask God, am I am I on the path that you would have me on right now? And do I need to pivot? Ooh. So um, there's there's radical faith, but then there's a place where you have to Wise reassess <laughs> and say, hey, is this faith or is this me? Just, just blindly 
doing and, something. And, and and Mark, hey, hey, bro, I know we gotta go, but I just want to piggyback real quick. Man. <laughs> hey, we gotta do a part two. That's, but, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I knew two. when we came into this because of this heart. To anyone that's listening, this is literally how our conversations go. We right. want yep. to go in about faith, just some of everything. So that's what I wanted. Go ahead, bro. But one, one more minute, but bay, and you let me know it's nine ten. You let me know if it get nine eleven. But if it turn nine eleven in a minute, in fifteen more seconds, I go to nine twelve. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> bro, she my, my wife said something so powerful that, that I think is another reason why a lot of people uh fail to be consistent in their faith life. She said, if you go so long investing your faith and your efforts in the wrong direction, then, bro, that can be a backbreaker because now when it comes time for you to really do what God called you to do, now your faith is shaking because you don't think you're going to see any results because you, you, you didn't see any results the last 10 years because you was going in the wrong direction. That's why it's key for you to have that intimacy with God Man. to know exactly, God, what is you saying for me? And what and, and what do you want me to do and know when to pivot? A good example of that is when we moved to Houston, man, I was so focused and so honed in on my music career, but it wasn't the time for that. So when God gave me the idea for the funny videos and that began to grow, like my wife said, and began to rock it off, I had to pivot. Now, just imagine if I would have been stubborn and said, nope, I'm going to keep trying to be a rapper so I can get platinum albums and be better than Jay-Z. Man, we'll still be broke and I'll probably be asking you for $20 right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Without so, question. So, so yeah, man. Just, just know exactly what it is God wants you to do, man. And just walk consistently. You know, radical obedience in that area, and it will come to pass, man. And we're living witnesses of that. So, yeah, bro. Man, I will say to anybody who's listening, they've already agreed to do a part two. So, y'all might as well get ready for it. I got it's so many things y'all threw out. I got to recap and even say. Yes, sir. If you go back through, if you are anyone who listened, if you go back through some of the um, messages on this podcast, one of which I talked about user error, that does faith still work? Does church still work? Does prayer still work? Yeah. All of those are technologies of heaven, but there's a user error in the life of the believer. We're using Mm. it wrong. So I, I want you all to really hear what they talked about with faith, this blind, c- consistent journey. I love how he said it. It's a journey in that we don't be- they don't believe they walk in seasons of blessings, but God's got a lifetime of it. I think mm. that's a mindset shift. Also, the giving and work ethic that should be accompanied with faith. You know, faith looks like building an ark before you know what rain is. Faith mm. looks like offering up something. So if I can give any, any part of encouragement, don't just skim through this. Make sure you listen to it, share it with somebody, and do me one favor to anyone that's listening. Don't be addicted to education and allergic execution. Don't mm. learn something that you don't plan on applying. Okay. So listen and apply it. I want to say thank you to my brother, my sister, my friends, what you, for giving, giving me and anyone that'll listen one hour of your time. This is something that's going to live forever, and I'm certain it's going to bless somebody. So can you pray us out of Pray us off the podcast, Chris. If you could pray us out of here, then we, then we'll end like that. I think that's a good way to good way to end this podcast. Yes, sir. Most definitely, uh, Father God. We just first come before you, and we just honor and worship and reverence you as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel, the Creator of heaven and earth. And Lord, we just thank you for this moment of time that we was able to share with our brother in Christ, Marcus. And we pray, Father, that everything that was said, everything that was spoken, it will be encouragement to everyone that would listen, that they would have an ear to hear them, and that if there's anybody, Lord, that's that's struggling in their faith walk, I pray that this will give them the strength to continue to move forward. Those that are moving forward, Father, I pray that you will continue to strengthen them to do what it is you have called them to do no matter what it may look like father i pray that they faith their faith and radical obedience in you would be to the highest extent and i pray lord that you will honor them lord god and begin to keep them going forward in your process lord and they would keep your promises uh before their eyes father and even after they uh, begin to experience your promises and your breakthrough that they will continue to move forward in faith and even go to the next level in their destiny and in their purpose so we just thank you right now lord and we pray that all hearts will be encouraged and even even pray over marcus as well lord you'll continue to prosper him lord bless him and epic nation continue to send the resources father continue to send the people 
the manpower. Continue to give him creative ideas and strategies, Lord, and wisdom on how to go forth and, and being unique and being peculiar, Lord God, and reaching those that you have already ordained for him to reach, yes. Father. And I pray that his faith will not fail, his strength will not fail, and I thank you that you shall continue to honor him and bless him for, for the giving and the serving that he's doing for you and your kingdom. And we yes. give you all the glory and the honor. In your son Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Man, I love y'all to life. I'm going to celebrate you while you're here. This is another yes. episode of the Epic Nation Podcast. I'm calling y'all we get off of here. Y'all can't hear no more. Y'all can't hear no more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the Epic Nation podcast. Do me a favor. Help us get the word out. So here's how you can help us. Number one, you can leave a review. Number two, you can share this with a friend to tell them, hey, you got to check this podcast out. And number three, you can connect with us online, the Epic Nation, on Facebook, on Instagram, and see some of the amazing things we're doing. You can join us online every Sunday at 12 p.m. on Facebook, 3 p.m. on YouTube. I can't wait to connect with you online. Talk to you in a minute. We are epic, empowering purpose, inspiring change.